Chapter 17 of Six Little Bunkers at Grandma Bell's. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bianca Hamstra. Six Little Bunkers at Grandma Bell's by Laura Lee Hope. Chapter 17 A Red Coat. When Manban had said that a bear had come up out of the lake, at first Rose felt she was going to be frightened. But when she saw that her littlest brother and sister were also afraid, Rose made up her mind that she must be brave. She looked at Vi, and Vi was a little frightened too, but not as much so as Manban and Margie. What was it you saw, Man? asked Vi, even now not able to stop asking questions. Where was it? It was a big bear, I guess, answered the little fellow. Pooh, cried Rose, in a voice she tried to make sound brave. There aren't any bears in these woods. Grandma Bell said so. Well, anyhow, it was a... a, a something, said Manban. It came up out of the water and it made a big splash. It splashed water on me, said Margie. What did you think it was? asked Fi. Maybe... Maybe, maybe an elephant, replied the little girl. It had a big long tail anyhow. Then it couldn't be an elephant, declared Rose. Why not? Fi wanted to know. Because elephants have little short tails. I saw them in a circus. But they have something long, don't they? Fi went on. That's their trunk, explained Rose. But it isn't like the trunk we put our things in. Elephants only put peanuts in their trunks. Then what makes them so big? Their trunks, I mean, asked Fi. I don't know, Rose confessed. Only I know elephants have little tails. This animal had a big tail, declared Manban. Maybe it was the elephant's trunk they saw, suggested Fi. Do you think it was? Elephants don't live in the lake, decided Rose. Then she started down toward the shore where Manban and Margie had been paddling in their bare feet. In truth, she did not want to go very much. That was why she had done so much talking before she started. Where are you going? asked Violet. I'm going to see what it is, declared Rose. Oh, exclaimed Vi. Maybe it'll bite you. Did it have a mouth, Manban? I didn't see its mouth, but it had a flappy tail. I'm going to call Mama, exclaimed Vi. Don't you go, Rose. But Rose was already halfway to the shore of the lake. In another moment she called out, Oh, I see it, I see it. What is it? asked Mun, made brave by what he saw Rose doing, and he followed her. Vi and Margie trailed after them. What is it? It's a big rat, that's all. But it isn't the kind of rats we saw the hired man catch in a trap at the barn. It's a nicer rat than that. And it's eating oysters on a rock near the shore. Oh, is it really eating oysters? asked Fi. They look like oysters, replied Rose. Oh, there he goes. And, as she spoke, the animal, which did look like a rat, plunged into the water and swam away, only the tip of its nose showing. Tisn't a bear, said Rose, and tisn't an elephant. Then what is it? asked Fi. Rose did not know, but when the children went to the house and told Grandma Bell about it, she said, why, there was a big, big muskrat. They won't hurt you. There are many of them in the lake, and in the winter the men catch them for their skins to make fur-lined coats from. 
It was only a big muskrat you saw, Manban. And was he eating oysters? asked Vi, who would like to know all about things. They were fresh water clams, said Grandma Bell. There are many of them in the lake too. The muskrats bring them up from the bottom in their paws and take them out on a rock that sticks up from the water. There they eat the clams. Well, I'm glad it wasn't a bear I saw, put in Manban. So am I, said Mother Bunker with a laugh. But you needn't be afraid, there are no bears here. While this had been going on, Laddie and Ross, with their father in the boat, had been having a good time. They rowed up the lake, and once or twice Mr. Bunker let the boys take the oars, so they might learn how to row. If you are going to be around the water, said Mr. Bunker, you ought to learn how to row a boat, as well as how to swim. I can swim a little, said Ross. Yes, you do very well, returned his father, and before we go back, I must teach Laddie. I like to wait in my bare feet, said the smaller boy. Well, when you learn to swim, you'll like that, replied his father. But now, let's see if we can catch some fish. I told mother I tried to bring some home, and I guess Muffin is hungry for fish too. So, we'll bait our hooks and see what luck we have. Mr. Bunker stopped rowing the boat and got out his fishing rod and line ready. Russ could fix his own, but Laddie needed a little help. Soon, the three, sitting in the boat, were waiting for bites. All at once, there was a little shake and nibble on Laddie's line. He grew excited and was going to pull up, but his father whispered to him, Wait just a moment. The fish hasn't taken hold of the hook yet. He is just tasting the bait. If you put up now, you'll scare him away. Wait a little longer. So Laddie waited, and then... As he felt a sudden tug on his line, he quickly lifted the pole from the water. Up in the air went the dripping line, and on the end of it was a fine fish. Laddie has caught the first one, said Mr. Bunker. Now we'll have to see what we can do, Russ. I think I have one now, said Russ in a low voice. Mr. Bunker looked at his son's pole. The end of it was shaking and bobbing a little, and the line was trembling. Yes, you have a bite, said Mr. Bunker. Pull up, Ross, pull. Ross pulled, as Laddie had done, and he, too, had caught a fine fish. Well, well, exclaimed Mr. Bunker, as he took his second one off the hook. You boys are beating me all to pieces. I'll have to watch out what I'm doing. Why don't you pull up your line, Daddy, and see what you've got on your hook, asked Laddie. I believe I will, his father answered. Here we go. Let's see what I have. Up came his line, and the pole bent like a bow, because something heavy was on the hook. Oh, Daddy's got a big one! Daddy's got a terrible one! cried Laddie. It's bigger than both our fish put together, added Russ. I certainly have got something, said Mr. Bunker, as he kept on lifting his pole up. But it doesn't act like a fish. It doesn't swim around and try to get off. Something long and black was lifted out of the water. At first, the two little boys thought it was a very big fish, but when Mr. Bunker saw it, he laughed and cried, Well, well, look at my luck, it's only an old rubber boot. And so it was. His hook had caught on a rubber boot at the bottom of the lake, and he had pulled that up, thinking it was a fish. Never mind, Daddy, said Ross kindly, you can have half of mine fish. And half of mine too, added Daddy. Thank you, said the father. That's very nice of you, but I must try to catch one myself. And he did, a little later, though it was not as big as the one Russ had caught. 
But after that, Mr. Bunker caught a very large one, and Russ and Laddie each got one more. So they had enough for a good meal, as well as some to give to Muffin. Then Daddy Bunker and the boys rode home, and were told all about the muskrat that Munbun had seen come out of the lake to eat the freshwater clams. How would you all like to go after wild strawberries today? asked Grandma Belle of the six little bunkers one morning, about two days after the fishing trip. Oh, we just love it, said Rose. Well, get ready then, and we'll go over to the hill across the sheep meadow and see if we can find any. There used to be many strawberries growing there, and I think we can find some today. Come on, children. Mrs. Bunker got ready, too, but Daddy Bunker did not go, as he had some letters to write. Margie wore a little red coat her mother had made for her, and she looked very pretty in it. Down by the brook and along the shore of the lake they went, until they came to a meadow, around which was a fence. What's the fence for? asked Violet. To keep the sheep from getting out, said Grandma Bell. There are sheep in this meadow belonging to Mr. Hickson, the man who owns the funny parrot. They climbed in between the rails of the fence and started across the sheep meadow. Grandma Bell and Mother Bunker were talking of the days when the children's mother was a little girl. Russ and Rose were walking along together, and Laddie was trying to think of a riddle. Violet walked with Munbun, and for a moment no one thought of little Margie in her red coat. Are you all right? asked Mrs. Bunker, turning to look back at the children, and then she saw Margie straggling along at the rear, all by herself. Margie had lagged behind to pick buttercups and daisies. Come, Margie, come on, cried Mrs. Bunker, you'll get lost. Doesn't she look cute in her red coat? asked Rose. And hardly had she said that when there came from a clump of tall weeds near Margie the bleating of a ram, and the animal himself jumped out and started for the little girl, whose red coat made her look like a bright flower in the green meadow. End of chapter 17